Welcome to Commander L Podcast, featuring powerful messages by Commander L, founder and pastor of the Kingdom Ambassadors, a movement dedicated to steering young people of Africa and the world, bringing a revolutionary message and showcasing God's existence in today's advanced world. Listen and be blessed. A man's gift will make room for him and bring him before kings. But it is his disciplines that will determine whether he will stay in the room with the king or not. To achieve something greater, you need discipline. Discipline has to sip into your nature. It takes time. There are things you have to practice and practice and do and do and do until it becomes a behavior. Like it's the way you behave. It becomes a character. It's now your characteristic. So number one, the militant church understands this. Or number 12. And the first thing I want you to write is that Discipline is training someone to obey a set of rules or a code of behavior. Discipline is training someone to obey a set of rules. Discipline is training someone to obey a set of rules or a code of behavior. Discipline is training someone to obey a set of rules or a code of behavior. Number two, Discipline is the subtle decision. Discipline is the subtle decision to choose what needs to be done over what you want to do. Discipline is the subtle, S-U-B-T-L-E, decision to choose what needs to be done over what you want to do. Number three. See a disciplined man. See a disciplined man. As in see who we name. See. See a disciplined man. See a blessed man. See a disciplined man. See a blessed man. Where are we? So I'm going to four, right? Four. The natural self will lead you away from discipline. The natural self will lead you away from discipline. The natural self will lead you away from discipline. So we're going to five now, right? Five. To achieve something greater, you need discipline. To achieve something greater, you need discipline. Six. Discipline is what sustains greatness. Discipline is what sustains greatness. Discipline is what sustains greatness. And the last but not the least, we have to separate ourselves by discipline. We have to separate ourselves by discipline. Discipline is training someone to obey a set of rules or a code of behavior. A set of rules or a code of behavior. So, thank you. A set of rules or a code of behavior. Now, if I tell you 
dificuldade. Over here, get here before I do. Like, do well to be seated before I get here. That's just me training you after a code of behavior. A set of rules. So it calls, it's called a discipline. If I say, no girl should braid corn roll again. Oh no, no girl should wear a wig again. Not mine. It's a discipline I'm giving you. So there are Buddhist disciplines, Chinese disciplines, different kinds of disciplines. But it's just a code of, of ethic. It's just it's just a code of behavior, a set of rules that we were given to that literally regulates the way you live. Discipline is you deciding intentionally to walk by a set of principles. That's discipline. When water is flowing, the reason why we are able to get water is because of discipline. We will not get water to fish. fish. We will not even get fish to, to, to fish for. <laughs> if the rivers didn't flow within a, a bed rivers flow within a bed right like with the banks on the side if there wasn't that restriction that regulation we wouldn't see the best out of the river so initially that hole that is created for the water to flow through may look like a limitation to the water but it's actually what reveals the best part of the water it's the only reason why we can create boats ships it's the only reason why we can even go sit by river banks to just admire the water flow it's the reason why fishes can swim but the moment that water that is not given a trajectory what happens is that it flows anywhere it is led to it 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 flows by chance, by probability, by petty influences, probably the slope of the land, probably some tree somewhere, some blockade, some it will just flow anywhere it's led to. But because it has a bed, now the river can flow in a particular trajectory so that it can be a blessing to others. That is discipline to you. It's you creating boundaries so it can flow. That is discipline to you. So you see, it's the same system that is used to create lighters, gas stoves, flowing taps, everything. We are creating a sense of restriction that is actually bringing out the best from the thing. So initially, people don't respect discipline at younger ages. We don't see the essence of discipline. We think greatness is in debunking and avoiding discipline. But the further you go, you come to realize that greatness is in understanding discipline. So the closer you get to greatness, the more rules you set for yourself. 
but here is the good thing we thank god for the bible right let me show you something god sends us here on an assignment right and he took his time to compile a book for you think about it god took his time to gather a chain of authors to write book after book book after book and it's compiled for you so you can understand the disciplines of the kingdom so that you're not led astray so that you understand how the kingdom of God works without the Bible we all assume how God is in fact it was in the absence of written books that's why shrines were created that's why people were worshipping trees and stones and sand and things because there was no documented system to accessing God if there was men who not going to be searching for him in rivers so discipline is an essential part of our growth and you have to understand it now and you have to know it and you have to believe it discipline is necessary for me to bring out my best imagine one day your blood stands up and says i want to be free I feel like I've been put in a tube. <laughs> I don't say box, but <laughs> I feel like I've been put in a tube. I want to flow wherever I want to go to. I want to be led by my inner self. Like, like I'm tired of people telling me who I am. Always putting me in test tubes, putting me under microscopes and telling me who I am. <laughs> I want to discover that for myself. Imagine one day you are there, you wake up, your blood is coming out from your nose, your eyes. We call that death. What your blood will call freedom will say you are dying. So discipline is necessary. It's a code of behavior. Right? So you saying that, I know I want to do it this way. But I've been told this way is better, so I'm going to stick to this one. Second thing is that discipline is the subtle decision to choose, to choose what needs to be done over what you want to do. So what needs to be done? And what do you want to do? What needs to be done? What do you want to do? Maybe what you wanted to do was to relax, probably watch a movie and eat. But what needs to be done? What needs to be done is that somewhere deep inside there's this subtle voice that's telling you, Charlie, you know coming here will be a blessing to you. You will hear information, you will hear things, you will receive things that will change the trajectory of your life. So come, come and sit down and be blessed. Now the war inside you is that would you be disciplined or undisciplined? Or indisciplined, right? So would you choose what needs to be done or what you want to do? what needs to be done will always take you a step closer to purpose which is the essence of your life choosing what you want to do if it's not what needs to be done will always take you a step away from it the goal of all of us should be that what we want to do should become what needs to be done that should be the goal of all 
for example thinking about a meeting like this right? last week I talked about growth right consistent growth I said everybody it must be a passion it must be a decision that I'll keep growing consistent growth is necessary but do you know something interesting <laughs> chief if they decide to grow to the end life will be so slow for you because God's plan for you is not only growth included is also transformation so God wants you to grow as newborn babies he says as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the way so that you can grow thereby but he also said be ye transformed he also said that as we behold the glory of God we are transformed into the image we see do you know that when after a lover becomes a caterpillar right people caterpillar right? something like that those of you who went to school do you know that the caterpillar has only one responsibility and that is to feed so it keeps on eating every leaf that it is on it will eat it will eat it will eat it will eat so you pass by the leaf it's like there are zigzags on the leaf something has eaten it's just eating the, its only job is to grow so it grows and grows and grows it starts very small then suddenly it becomes very big and very thick but guess what that entire caterpillar will soon be covered by a cocoon then it will melt it will dissolve do you know what happens after it dissolves it transforms into a butterfly so the next thing you realize the same caterpillar comes out but it comes out different it comes out as a butterfly no matter how many years the caterpillar fed it won't become a butterfly it will only keep growing into a bigger caterpillar but to be transformed into something else it took something that was divine something bigger than itself to bring transformation listen i remember in sgs i used to study the word of god so much and that brought what growth but one day the holy ghost said you have received wisdom something like a net fellow man he said you have received wisdom that was a transformation even with that still it was not enough I remember another time I kept on praying because I had one father teach, teach, teach and the thing was busting my brain and you know what he said? He said, this is the teaching anointing and then I started praying <laughs> I didn't know what it was but I kept on telling God I said, God, I want the teaching anointing so I don't only want to know your word I don't also only want to be wise but I want a supernatural endowment to be able to speak as I kept on praying, praying one day I was sitting in the class and again I just felt something on me and then I, I just felt it this something was doing me excuse me to say i couldn't tell what it was then a prophetess friend of mine called abigail she just stopped me and said god says i should tell you what you asked for he has given it to you like that was so strange i wanted to ask her what but i just knew if i asked her what it was a foolish question because everything in me just said the teaching anointing and i remember that after that when i went to teach something changed like something changed about the teaching that is the teaching anointing that one it's transformation it's not growth like i was trans elliot was transformed 
the same thing happened when the healing anointing broke out it was a transformation not necessarily a growth what has happened to me is a transformation so those who knew me when they see me it's like everything has changed about you and I look at them and it's like but you are still you why because they are growing they are going through life experiences are happening they are gaining knowledge gaining wisdom they are growing but to have transformation it takes a power bigger than you to bring that one so coming here serves you an opportunity to be transformed rather than just to grow trust me no matter how many lectures you attend you will never be transformed so choose what needs to be done because it will take you a step closer Psalm 94 verse 12 see a disciplined man see a blessed man Psalm 94 verse 12 Thou mayest give him rest from the days of adversity. And that thou mayest give him rest from the days of adversity. So blessed is the man, blah, blah, blah. That thou mayest give him rest from the days of adversity until the pit be digged for the wicked. Do you understand what this is? He says that when a man is exposed to discipline, what happens to him is that he's blessed. Do you know why he's blessed? He says that the presence of wickedness in somebody's life who introduce the person to adversary right when there's wickedness in your life now these things are real and practical in your life you understand that that you qualify for a job but you didn't get it and it's not a big deal to you you are on to the next job you are on to the next cv sending it somewhere else but what actually happened with the cv was that you qualified your thing was on top you were the first they looked at you were the first to were supposed to pick but then the boss just came and said um please take this boy it's my cousin make sure you call her let her come and then do, 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 do. and then the person walks away this one wasn't the favor of god to the person's cousin it was just a wicked man in authority putting somebody there who doesn't qualify now for a man who works in discipline he says what happens is that God gives the person rest from adversary until a pit be digged for the wicked. So anybody who plots wicked against you, it won't touch you. But the person's reward is waiting for them. Like this is not for your prayer life. This is just for being disciplined. Like being a disciplined person is such a force that it can exempt you from evil from wickedness how many of you didn't like that girl or that guy in the class who always used to remind the teacher that you gave us an assignment or you did this or you did that and genuinely everybody has prayed against that person in their hearts before some way somehow you were hoping that the person will fail or some way somehow you were hoping that the person's own will be wrong or who knows that me say that it's like nobody knew 
and it's like okay let's make it look like nobody knows so the teacher will think that he was the one who said the question too hard then somebody raised and so said the answer is actually this 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 and in your heart you were just hoping that it would be wrong but have you realized no matter how many negative thoughts you think about such people God, they still go move on in life they do well the next thing you realize they've got a scholarship somewhere this 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 and it's painful until you just have to accept that they are doing well and that's all it's you that you are not serious <laughs> discipline is a good thing and it must be registered and it, it must be a part of The next thing says that the natural self will lead you away from this. True of us. Solomon says, a little sleep, a little slumber, and poverty will come. So the natural self wants the easy way out. I'm repeating, the natural self wants the easy way out. Recently, I was listening to one vlogger, and he was saying that people think that uh, you have to work hard all the time to make money, and this, this, and him from his room, he can just click. And he makes how many how many thousand dollars and this that, that 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 and i said you see what is happening to him is that he doesn't understand that his years of gaining knowledge has made the task easy to him but do you know how many people are clicking do you know that the killing of goliath do you know that the killing of goliath was such an easy task to david so if we were to ask David, David wouldn't really per se agree with the principle that hard, hard work brings success. Because to him, he just, the first stone Goliath was down. What's hard work about that? But it was because of years of discipline. Every day waking up, taking the sheep to the forest. There was no excuses. Something such a subtle discipline, but it was there. He was so consistent with leaving the house with the sheep that his father forgot he had a son. When the prophet said, bring your children, he forgot that the last one was in the bush with the sheep. He forgot. That was the evidence of David's discipline with a few sheep. To the point that when the father said, go and give this butter and bread and this and wheat to your brothers on the battlefield, the Bible says he took the few sheep and left it in the hands of a caretaker. That's a disciplined man. It's not like my father has sent me so I'm running away. No, the job must continue. So, Mr. Caretaker, come. No, that means he had the authority to even organize caretakers to do the thing but he, he said come take care of the thing i'll be back when he came back he came back with the head of a giant that that's a disciplined person by the way he was a benjamite do you know what that means it means that he was skilled with the sling now we'll talk about this one day i think i addressed that dr solomon's camp right yes but what happened with David and Goliath was not a supernatural event. The spinning, the throwing, the hitting the forehead, the sinking in. I know our whole life has been preached like it was supernatural. But, yes, of course, let's say God gave him the victory. But that victory was as a result of the hard work of throwing the sling that David had put in. Because when Saul gave him the armor, he told Saul he's not comfortable with such weapons. What he's used to was what he went out with. And the sling in those days was a weapon of war. Now, professional slingers today, when they throw their sling with a stone today, it is equivalent to the speed of the bullet of a shotgun. 
you'd see that you'd see there was it, it, it was almost not supernatural god gave him the victory but i'm saying that what you saw that day was as a result of david's preparation years of preparation in the wilderness so the day the opportunity came it wasn't a problem the flesh will always want the easy way out self will always want see we all wish we just sleep in the room the whole day wake up have all the movies you want to watch have all the food you want to watch live in a comfortable environment and you don't have to look for food to eat and money is in your account we all wish it was like that but guess what god doesn't 